Welcome to Rogues on the Road, discovered in 1812, naked and afraid under the deep and unforgiving canopy of Central Park. This indigenous duo sold their share of the Louisiana Purchase, swam to Port Chester, and set up shop with their co-host, the Standby Gypsy. From their humble beginnings, Rogues on the Road has quickly become the longest-running and most popular food and beverage podcast in recorded history. So, sit back, pour a cold pint, and tighten your spray skirt, you ninny-muggin. All right, welcome back to another episode of Rogues on the Road. Uh, I am Matt. We are podcasting uh, virtually from New York and Kentucky. Uh, again, I'm Matt, and I'm Rich, and uh, we're here with our good friend, Farmer Charles Morris, um, who you heard us interview on um, the episode of Holy Chicken. Supersize me too. Uh, thanks for joining us, Charles. Thank yes, sir. Thanks for having me. Thanks for having me. So we're gonna we're gonna reintroduce our guests uh, to this. Uh, we're gonna play a short two minute uh, intro, so you get a little background on on what's about to happen. Absolutely. Has fast food truly turned a corner? To find out, I could go back on an all-fast-food diet, but something tells me this calls for a different approach. I want to start my own fast-food restaurant. You're crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Tell me what kind of food. The most eaten animal on the planet. Chicken. If I can have the farm that brings the chickens to the restaurant, that's a good story. Go forth and find your chickens. I am your chicken father. That is a lot of chickens. <laughs> My free-range, cage-free, no hormones added, humanely raised, natural chickens can get the USDA's seal of approval. Sounds amazing. Until you start to realize how much of that is labeling. What's the smallest space we could give them that would still be quantified as free-range? Free-range. Welcome to your fluorescent lit restaurant. Everywhere you touch is just greasy and sticky. It's like somebody cleaning the grill with like cleaning solvent. Oh, research is what this is. Welcome to Chicken Corporate Training. Woo! They've been health washing the dirty, unhealthy truth. Fresh green herbs give a health halo. The term fried has evolved to crispy. Artificial grill marks. You can paint them on with dark food coloring. How healthy are our sandwiches? <laughs> I think I think that answers my question. What if there was a company that was completely honest with their customers? Well, why would they do that? Are people actually ready for a 100% honest food experience? Oh, look, it's hollow. You can actually put it on like a mitt. You should not be able to do this with a chicken sandwich. Nom, 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 nom. All right. <laughs> so, so that was basically the exposure of the insane world of chicken farming uh, as we know it. Um, has it changed since? If you ask me, uh, Rich, it, it, it hadn't. Um, you know, right now, you know, with all this going on, you know, the farmers still, uh, we're, we're still out the whole month before you get chickens. I mean, we're, we're all struggling. We're still struggling out here. It hadn't got any better since we've done our last, last podcast. Right. Uh, it and, hadn't got better. And, and I've our, been, you know, I've talked to Morgan a lot, and, and um, 
you know, since this thing come out, you know, on YouTube and, and come out free, we've been getting a lot, a lot of phone calls and, and a lot of exposure. So um, it's people really talking about it now. That's good. And it's it's been about uh, six months since our la- our podcast with you and sitting down um, with you, Morgan, um, John was John the other farmer. Um, and realizing we came down and thought the show was going to be about fast food chicken. And I, I have to say that when Morgan, before we started the podcast, Morgan was like, listen, this is not about me. This is about our farmers. And we, we didn't realize what, and that's one of the most amazing things about this documentary is you think it's about, the, the the fast food industry and fast food and chicken, but it's really about you, the farmers, and and the struggle that you've been going through. And your farm produces about how many chickens per per six weeks? Uh, per six weeks, about one point two million chickens. Jesus. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. We feed a lot of people. And are you are you still farming? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. We're still farming. Uh, still got all the farms up and running. And uh, like I told you, we're all struggling, but, uh, you know, we're surviving. And, and sure. we're just in survival mode right now. And Friends, rest of us. Yeah. And just so people know, uh, I'm going to just read some facts here. Humans devour more than 50 billion chickens each year. That's more than 24 million each day and 1 million every hour. In the U.S., the overwhelming majority of chickens are factory farmed and bred to be twice the size of those grown in the 1950s. Uh, and you produce one over a million chickens every six weeks and with, with how much of a die-off that you have to dispose of. The, well, the, the, yeah. yeah. Yeah, Matt, right now, you know, because antibiotic-free, you know, you're, the livability, you're losing about 10% of your flock right now, right from the get-go. So so over 100,000 chickens that you have to dispose of personally? Yes, or personally. The, the company takes no responsibility. Once they are deceased, they don't want the responsibility, so it's the farmer's responsibility. So they, wow, that's crazy. And, and the company, so do you grow for one particular uh, uh, company or multiple companies? Yes, or just Tyson Foods. Just yes, Tyson sir. Foods. Yes, and this has spawned a lot of, uh, Morgan's film has spawned a lot of whistleblowing and letting the public know what is happening within the poultry industry. Has that, how has, has, it, has anything come of that? Uh, you know, there's been some articles come out, and Morgan sends them to me. You know, um, and, and and you know, they're the, the integrators are buying all these these media things, and and you know, trying to spin this thing that you know farmers are just you know disgruntled, and, and you know they're not doing their job. Yeah, we're doing our job. I can promise you that we're doing <laughs> our job and beyond. And beyond, yes, sir. I promise yeah. that. Yeah. And has Tyson addressed anything? No, no, it's like they just buried the hand hidden sand for now. Uh, but eventually, uh, now, now I'm going to say one thing that they've done. You know, when I met you guys in New York, you know, it was so 
Tyson or any, all the integrators were not letting the, the farmers know anything. But now they come out with this farmer-friendly app. It just They just called me yesterday. I knew it was coming out. But now the farmers can can track their feed. They can get the weights the fish. They can see when they're going to get placements. They can see when they're the going to be called. All of a sudden, after the documentary and you guys and, and everybody stepping up, now all of a sudden, the thing is they want to be more transparent. Did they just become, want to be transparent all of a sudden just because they, they want to do the right thing? No, they were forced to. Yep. The documentary and you guys and, you know, being exposed. Good. So, and do you think that's do you think that's them uh, knowing that they've kind of been exposed? That they're just trying to, you know, put out the 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 media uh, fire, so to speak. Yeah. Well, there's probably an onslaught coming on, you know, because because our lawsuit's still doing really good. Uh, they're going to get exposed, and, and especially when they took this thing to you know off the stream and went just public, where everybody can pull up the documentary. I mean. You know, not only me, my friends, you know, my attorneys. I mean, the phone calls just started. You know, people just didn't know how bad it was. Right. And how bad the farmers were being used. So um, that was a good move by, by Morgan taking this thing and just making it free to everybody. And is, That's great. And is he still is he still doing the uh, Holy Chicken restaurants around the country? Has that actually turned into a franchise? Not yet. I talked to him last week. Him and I, we've been talking back and forth. And we still hope, and we talked to some investors from Chicago last week, uh, not only with the Holy Chicken, but uh, actually getting taking the concept that was in the movie of far, you know, um, and, and putting these, telling the truth. The main thing that, you know, you guys saw is telling the truth and, and, and selling the story so we can start marketing these chickens in grocery stores and telling the truth and, and, and humanely raising them. And if they're really range-free chickens, they're really range-free, not that silliness we saw um, that they call range-free now. So, uh, so, so yeah, we had talked some investors, yes, sir, last week. So if it does, yeah. go, if it does go forward, so you you want to raise chickens? There is a humane and right way to raise chickens. Yes, I mean you know, give them the daylight. You know, we saw in documentary. You know, like, you know, years ago when we started growing chickens, the curtains down, give them sunlight. You know, uh, you know, this factory farming, you know, they're just closed up and, and they never see the light of day. Uh, you know, and that's why, you know, most chickens are raised anymore. Uh, to put as much weight on there as you can and as fast as you can and keep your shareholders happy and run those profits up. And because, and, I mean, you can rest assured when it's all said and done, you know, Tyson Foods and these other integrators, they're going to make out like a bandit. Of course. They, yeah. they always will. They always what, do. What about with uh, the whole pandemic and uh, how is that affecting farming? Well, it has affected us because usually this time of year, because, you know, it's summertime, you know, people are, you know, eating a lot more chicken and washing their weight. And, and you, it's just the way it is in the fall, a lot of pork and turkey. But this time of year, people are usually really eating a lot of chicken. Yeah. Well, the people that can't get the, the plants staffed and can't run enough chickens, and, and they're really taking us on the farms. You're keeping chickens longer. Uh, you're you're uh, not getting chickens as fast. You're, we're still out four weeks right now, and you still got bills to pay for that whole month. And, and you know, we're, we're all struggling. I mean, we're just, you know, talking to our banks, and, and yeah. thank goodness they've been willing to work with us. Um, yeah. But we're struggling. We're struggling. And, and has... So there's been a delay of, of uh, the, the processing. 
picking up yes. your picking up your chickens. Now, what happens if the chickens go beyond the six week? Uh, well, the end of their you know their growing does it can okay, they can they stick okay. around? Yeah. Oh, can you slow that process down? <laughs> they could slow it down with feed, but they're not going to do that. But right. uh, instead of slowing them down with feed and changing the feed form, they can slow that growth down. It's still the same old. Uh, you know, let, let's put it off on the farmers now. Because what we were doing, we were growing around 52, 51 day old chickens. Now we're up to 55, 56, 57, 58, sometimes 60 day old chickens. We're just keeping them in the, in the houses longer. Yeah. Right. And uh, which, you know, of course, costs us more money too. And then you got, you know, your livability, you know, is, is worse and your feed conversion is worse. So it's it's a no win situation. And you go back to that tournament system that, you know, the main thing this is about. You know, you got some of my fifty-two day old chickens competing against some of my sixty. There's no, it's it's not even a competition. Right. Uh, and every, it's really farmers. And and every month those extra five days add up to, you know, five oh, five turns. You know, in the next month it's the ten days. You know, and uh, fifteen yeah. and twenty, and now you're behind. Yeah. And uh, yeah, used to they guaranteed us five and a half flocks a year. Um, now that's not even guaranteed anymore. Uh, most farmers in this area got four flocks last year, and you know you, your bills are still based on the five and a half. But your bank notes are five. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So. And this is this is what Tyson does. They they say, listen, we're, we're gonna you grow five and a half flocks, we will buy all of those. You know that five and a half flocks, and they that's kind of their guarantee to you. Yes, sir. It's supposed, to, you know, it's a guarantee that you know we're going to guarantee you, and it's not complete five flocks. As long as we place five flocks, you know, you might not get a check, but we're going to place. So they, they give us that guarantee, and, and if they don't fulfill it, they do give us a little bit of money. It's it's not enough to even cover your electric bill, but uh, <sighs> it's very little. Yeah. And um, and what's what's happening as far as processing goes and plants and covid and actual processing of chicken is there is there truly a you know the media right now is saying that the second you see something on the news it, it says oh we, we might be in a grass seed shortage well then everyone goes out and buys grass seed you know the news right. the news like just, toilet paper right just the news just needs to stop saying there's a shortage of anything you know, <laughs> well, let me tell, hey, let me tell you what they did at this plant. Um, you know, because they was having a hard time getting people to come in, and and you know, I understand the employees. I understand we had I think seventy two cases here. You know, nobody wants to get sick, right. but what they did here, they they incentivized their employees. They gave them an extra five hundred dollars a week if they'd come in, and you know, and and they was gonna do their thing. But you know what? You incentivize people. Hey, look, they come back to work. But you know what? They could have been doing that all along. Right. Yep. Uh, you know, I always say to use the farmers, you know, the, the employees as well. Uh, but you, if you can do it now, you could have right. done it. Absolutely. You could have done it way before. Yes, sir. And, you know, and instead of all this greed, you know, how about spreading the wealth around to your employees? Spread yeah, really. Come yeah. on. And, and that circles it back to what hasn't changed in the six months since we've seen you. you know, Not one. Right. Right. Not one thing. And is there a shortage of meat due to processing plants, or do you think, or you think we'll we'll catch up and be just fine? I think we'll catch up and be just fine. I think the media is really taking this thing, and and yeah. you know, it, it works to these big integrators' advantage because you know, say, oh, there's a shortage, and that thing, no price goes up in in the in the grocery store, and and guess what, their price goes up, but the farmers don't get any more money. 
Well, well, it just goes straight to uh, Tyson. It goes straight to Tyson. They're shareholders. In, in this day and age, saying there's a shortage of anything is 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 very dangerous. <laughs> You're so right. It's yeah. it's very dangerous, and uh, it has to be. If if news media is going to put it out there, they got to be really careful. Don't just don't put it out there. We'll, we'll sort it out. <laughs> yeah, let me give you a little example. They destroyed, you know, and Purdue or neighbor over here destroyed, and Tyson did too. Destroyed some of the eggs. Because they, you know, they they're scared they're not gonna have enough people come in the plant to run. So they destroyed the eggs, which you know somebody could have, you know, we could have raised them chickens. Somebody could eat those chickens. Absolutely. You know, and uh, but they destroyed the eggs. You, you know, I I just think the media is overblowing this, and it's just my personal opinion. Uh, but uh, well, that that personal opinion is coming from the front lines of farmers of 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 big ag, so it does mean something, and I think it's. Yeah interesting that people will look to the media for that but they're not going to ask the farmer <laughs> and, and matt and rich hey you know we, we we haven't taken a day off i mean it's just still you know put your nose to the grindstone because you got these bank notes and stuff to pay but we don't take any days off i mean farm, there's not a farmer out there taking any days off you know yeah, right. keep on digging yeah oh, yeah and that hasn't you, changed yeah so, how's how's john doing Johnson's doing good, but let me give you guys one example before we get off that. Okay, yeah. just like, you know, we're out a month here, and, and usually, you know, when Tyson or any integrator, I say all of them, when they need you, they don't harass you. But they've been out here harassing us about our light intensity. Um, you know, they're not going to place chickens if your light intensities are not two and a half foot candles. And it was funny, and I, I'm not going to get off on tangent here, is, you know, a chicken's in the house there, and they're all over that house. But what they do, they pick out six darkest spots in your house and go in there and, and measure your light intensity. And if you don't pass it, guess what? You're pulled off the list where you don't get chickens. I mean, you talking about a, a, a joke. This is a joke. And why, they are they, use why are they doing that? What is the... Because they need the out time, and, and they need, you know, they don't need to place the chickens. So instead of it looking like it's all them, they just come out and harass the farmers. Well, your contract says... They're supposed to have two and a half foot candles. Yes, it does say that. But so, it doesn't mean the right. contract has got to pick out the six darkest spots in the house. It's, it's, it's unbelievable. So now uh, so now you incur the cost of having to remediate that <laughs> when nothing really needs to get remediated except except a few dark spots. Yeah, and that's it. Now, what we've had to do on all my farms, we had to go incur costs of putting in all new light bulbs. You know, if they're dusty, put a new light bulb. And that chicken doesn't care if that light bulb's dusty. They grow. <laughs> it's, it's a joke, man. It's a joke. And, it really is. And the, and, anyway, and anyway, spending money. And do these companies have ties with the light company? Yeah, there you go. You, you would think they would. <laughs> yeah. Hey, but if it's not lights, next thing is, you know. Well, we it's, something else. it's something every time. They, they yeah. finally get off on the tangent. And that was the easiest thing to do with the farmers because, you know, after a light bulb's been in there two or three flocks, it starts losing, you know. And so that's the easiest thing, the quickest thing to jump on the farmers and, and make them spend more money. Right. Without, that, digging in, without digging in their own pockets. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. They're not going to yeah. do that. That sucks. And in your conversations with Morgan and, and uh, you know, are there – are there lobbyists? Are there pro farmers that are fighting on your behalf? And is there any change that that you see 
is, is there any light at the end of the tunnel, Thomas? Or is it? Well, gotcha. This is the pun. Sorry for the pun. That's okay. But, you know, because like our, our lawsuit and all that, and, you know, public justice and talking to these guys, the big thing, you, what's got all the, the headlines is, is a coronavirus right now. It doesn't really matter what the farmers were to say right now. It's going to get just overshadowed by, you right. know, the coronavirus. And, yep. and so, you know, that, of course, they've got a PR firm, uh, public justice does, but uh, in talking to them, because, you know, you still want to explain, you want Tyson just. Re- and it's like I told that one guy when we was up in Toronto. When I walked down the streets, the guy asked me, he said, well, Charles, where do we get our chickens from anymore? I said, guys, I said, I don't know anymore. But you know what? And I say this from the bottom of my heart. If Tyson or any of these integrators would just do the right thing, me as a consumer, I'm going to buy that chicken where they take care of that farmer, where they take care of that employee. It's not just about farmers. It's about those employees. Yeah, right. You get these CEOs like Donnie Smith get $25 million to go home. Come on. Is anybody going to give you $25 million to go home? It ain't going to happen in, in my world. No. Uh, it's a joke. It really is. It's just, mm. and, I, and I get it. We live in a very capitalist society. But you, you would think amidst <laughs> this, this crisis, this COVID crisis, where we are all, the entire world is battling the same enemy. And we're all in this together. You would think coming out at the end of this, people are scratching each other's backs. Underst- understand the struggle of the majority of the human race. And and guys, you were saying, I mean, I mean, it's just like us three talking. Do, do I want to, would I take away from Matt and Rich? You know, I want everybody to succeed. I want everybody to smile. I want yep. everybody to keep Yep. What is in the, in the world is going on? I mean, I, I don't understand. It, this greed is unbelievable. Yeah, it's crazy, man. It really is. And you think this would be a nice wake up call in every dimension, but uh, I'm not sure it is. Listen, well, guys, I, I'm, I'm gonna say this, and I do believe when, when it's all said, the elite rich are gonna keep getting richer, and they're gonna keep leaving leaving the the, the working guy behind. And uh, something's yeah. gotta it's gotta change. It's gotta. You know, it's it's interesting. You, the little that a big company, like if I was a CEO of Tyson, I and had that amount of money, a small portion of it, just giving a small portion of it back to you, to the employees and the farmers, could completely change your lives. It could change ours, and I'm telling you, Matt and Rich, the consumers would understand. They would pay that extra penny or two a pound. All it would take for the farmer is an extra penny a pound, a six-pound chicken, six more cents to us. And you know what? We don't have to yep. struggle yep. And, and, and wonder if we're going to make it to the next paycheck. A penny a pound, and trust me, the consumers would pay that. Absolutely, if they knew it was being done right. Yes, sir, as long as it wasn't going to the shareholders, you know. Right, right. Right. Yeah. You know, I, yeah. I, I just, and it, it, it's funny when we left, when we left New York City that day and went home, and my wife and I we eat an enormous amount of chicken, and she looked at me and she said, "Well, where do we get our chicken from?" And I, I, I didn't know. And we still, we still struggle to buy chicken well since we've been educated. Yes, yes, and it, and it's not cheap to do it well, but. At least you know you're doing it well. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. And and I'm telling you that uh, I say it again. Consumers would do that. 
as long as blood going into these corporate corporate you know pockets and um yeah i'm just telling you, even tyson i mean they're they're the biggest and and and, and largest but you know what they could be the best also and and a little, yeah, right. a little compassion to the employees and the farmers would go a long way absolutely absolutely yeah and the, and the consumers would back that 100 percent Amen. And Amen. Have, yes. And have you seen all the commercials that these large companies are doing um, and marketing on on we're in this together. We're going to get through this together and showing employees working out of their homes and zooming and this. And it's a great way to, to pivot and cash in. Like I, if, if I was Tyson, this is the moment. This is the moment hey, that, to to give back and and be transparent and shift gears. You know, absolutely. Yeah. I'm telling Matt Rich, they could be a bigger, very big, but they could be a richer company by doing it the right way. Yep. yep. I, I don't understand how these guys can't see that. Just do things the right way, and I'm gonna tell you, you're gonna have everybody will buy Tyson. You can't, you would not be able to produce enough chickens if you did things the right way. Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. Right. It's not rocket science, right? Right. Well, you know, I, I, I hope that that hope is a good thing. Sometimes the best of things. <laughs> you and know? you know what? Some, sometimes it takes these these what's going on right now to maybe wake and shake things up. Uh, yep. uh, maybe maybe folks are gonna wake up and realize that um, you know it's not all about you know one person. It's, it's about we. It's all of us. Yep. Yep. We we uh, recently, Charles, we went to a couple of farms in the Hudson Valley that raise uh, uh, beef, uh, some poultry, some poultry and um, and and pigs and pork. Um, and their stories, I mean, it, it is similar. They're, they're, yeah, it's similar, but they're doing they're doing the right thing. And right. down to the processing, they vet the processing plants to make sure that they, the animals last moments on the planet are done as ethically um, and, and painless as, as possible. And right. so it can be done. And yeah, we pay a little bit more for that meat, but we know the story behind it. Right. Thank you. You know, life's about a story and, and, and um, you guys are so right. I'm, I'm glad you guys called me today. I really am. Well, we we really wanted to follow up with you, and, and we will continue to do so. And 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 the interesting thing about this is, so we eat all of our chick. We get all of our chicken typically from Trader Joe's, and it says, it says, uh, I actually want to pull it out of the the freezer and read what it is. You know, organic. It's organic chicken, but I know, I. I Every time I have that chicken, I'm like, I wonder if this came from Charles. <laughs> and, well, you know, it's funny, you know, we, we raise so many chickens and I always say, and, and, I, and I mean this too, you know, being the largest poultry producer here in Kentucky. And, you know, they say a, a, a chicken feeds a family of six with all the sides and everything. And, you know, we've been growing chickens 28 years. So there's 330 million people. You take, you know, seven and a half million chickens a year and times six, you know, that's 42 million. You know, we fed America many, many times, just the chickens on my farm. And guys, it feels good to know that you're feeding these people and and, and they're getting that protein and yeah, yeah. doing the right thing every day. And uh, it, it feels good to know that I've, I've fed America many times over. So Absolutely. 
Right. There you go. D- despite despite the challenges of big ag keeping you down and the challenges that you go through, I I kind of know. I'm like, okay, all right. Now I I know that this is owned by Tyson and Purdue and and what are the other three companies? The major companies. You got Sanderson Farm, of course, um, Piggles Pride, Tyson, Purdue. Uh, uh, you got Cagle. You got, uh, you know, you, you got yeah. several, five or six. I can't remember what they all are. Yeah, yeah, But I. But you got ABL. Yeah, right. Knowing that those companies have you by the. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. By the proverbial <laughs> cojones. Uh, yeah. uh I, you can I, say bulls. Yeah, I still, yeah. I still know. I'm like, okay, I know, I know the farmer that is producing it. I may know the farmer that's producing this, right. and, and I'm okay with it. And I hope that it gets better, and we will continue to reach out to you and and see how things are going. Yeah, okay. uh, well, I hope it does get better. I, I you know, and, and you know, you don't want to sue anybody. We didn't want to sue Tyson Foods. We no. don't. We, you know, we want to get along with these folks. But you know, enough was enough of just using us, and and and, yeah. the, and I explained to you guys in the podcast in New York some of the things they're doing, and it's 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 like a dictatorship. Uh, yeah, yeah, it's unbelievable. You know, we out here struggling every day, and um, so hey, well, I, 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 I'm I'm all vote like. Here's the deal. Why don't we give the chicken farmers a vacation? Take a week. Take a week vacation. How do we work that? <laughs> you know, it's. You've been working hard for tens of years, working for a large company. You should be able to retire. You should be able to enjoy yourself, enjoy time with your family. That's not that's not a huge request. Yeah, no, sir. And and you know we always say you know chicken farmer we should be able to put money up for savings, money up for retirement. Uh, but you can't. But but you look at the Canadian system, and, and it was exposed up here in Toronto. That you know, the chicken farmers up there, what it goes for in, in grocery store is shared with the farmer. It's right. shared with the farmer. You know, they're, they're a lot better off. To, you know, they're a lot. I say wealthier. They do a lot better monetary wise than the farmers in 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 the um, United States. States. Yeah. Because uh, it's shared with the farmer. That's that's right. how how cool would that be? Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. You're doing all the work. <laughs> there is a way to fix it. There is a way to fix it. And, yes, sir. Uh, yeah, it, yeah. I think it would be interesting if you guys all got together and, you know, like here are our suggestions. Maybe take them and run with it, and uh, the world will be a better place. Well, you know, you guys, you look at the new CEO of Tyson, and and, and I'd have to go back and look at either, and you guys can look at it real quick. He's either from Google or Amazon. I can't remember which one of the companies. I guarantee you, he ain't never grown a chicken in his life. But now this <laughs> nope. cat. The Dutch cat's going to sit up there and, and run this company. There's nobody on their board. You know, when I was board director for Goldkiss, you know, we were all chicken farmers. We cared about our company. There's nobody on that board that's a farmer. Nobody's a, you know, chicken farmer. Nobody's got any input. Uh, it's just all, you know. Dictatorship. Yep. Yeah, whoever that new CEO is, I mean, you got to pull him up. It's one of those, I, one of those tech companies, what it was. Yeah, I'm, I, I have it up right here. Uh uh, this was November 6th of 2019. Uh, Dean, Dean Banks, 46, uh, president of the company, effective December 20th, 2019. Um, and he came from uh, Tyson Foods Enterprise Leadership Team, Team X, an alphabet 
Inc. company formerly known as Google X. This there guy, we go. There this, you go. This guy's, you know, the real deal. Um, yeah, but, he's the real deal, all right. He, he, he needs to come out and hang out with me for about a month. Let's see if he's real. <laughs> I guarantee he'd go back uh, to Google and say, please, can I have my job back? <laughs> if, if, that, if that happens, we want an invitation. Yeah, we, we definitely. I mean, I'm looking yeah. at I'm looking at him today. He's got a very impressive background and seems like yeah, a, seems like a great photo. seems like a great guy. Now he needs to step up and do the right thing to the people that. Okay. that uh, he seems like a great guy, Rich. I mean, Matt. But listen, has he ever got out here and worked daylight to dark like like we do? Has he ever done that? I doubt it. Yeah. Uh, but I'm not going to sit here and dang it. He might be a wonderful guy. He and he I, is. Look, he, I hope he does something wonderful for this company. I'm gonna try and be positive, um, but what he needs to do, if he's that intelligent, he needs to step up and do the right thing. That's true. Maybe this is the time. <laughs> I hope so. I hope so. He look. He's young. He's 46. He gets it. So hopefully, you know, if uh, he gets it. Yeah. Well, what he needs. I hope he listens to y'all's podcast and gets it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, you need to email it to him and uh, see. See if he gets it. All right. Well, if he he shows up on the farm, you let us know. I sure will. We'll have a good time, and and you know what? Maybe maybe we maybe all this is gonna make some changes, guys. I hope so. Because change is always change is always good. Absolutely. Right. So. And and we're not uh, we're not giving up chicken anytime soon. Matter of fact, I stopped got a chicken sandwich while I was waiting on you guys to call me. <laughs> Good, right? You know, I, you know, I might, I might give up tuna off the coast of Japan due to due to radiation, but I'm not giving up chicken anytime soon. That's right. That's, That's right. great. That's awesome. All right, well, stay in touch, Charles. I, I will, guys. Hey, y'all holler at me, and I'll, I'll keep you guys informed what's going on. Okay. Absolutely, we're gonna we're gonna keep praying for you guys and. Um, and advocate hey. for you for you guys as much as we possibly can. Well, I'm going to tell you, we need you guys, okay? And we do appreciate you, okay? You got us. All right. We're sending you much love. Be well, and hopefully uh, we'll come back in another six months with, with some positive news. Awesome. Awesome. Thank you, okay? Take care. Awesome. Take care. Take care. Bye, guys. Cheers. Thanks for stopping by and listening in. Check us out as well as other great podcasts at Food and Beverage Magazine's Podcast Network. Be sure to follow us on Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube. And remember to eat, imbibe, and dream. See you next show.